0: This is the Mayor of the Airways. Another beautiful day in paradise. We're talking with the author of Digital Cocaine. Are you addicted? Do you know someone who might be addicted or is addicted? Are you concerned when you find out that you're spending uh, – it's common. For me it is because uh, now my phone even gives me – I don't know where it got this thing from, but uh, every couple of days it will pop up and say, do you know you're spending five, five, five and a half hours a day on uh, you know Facebook or whatever? It's crazy. Now, I go live on Facebook with my radio show, so maybe two or three of those hours are not legitimately
1: being spent on Facebook, but it's crazy out there, isn't it? It is. We've had a paradigm shift on Earth. Um, We have two billion people looking at Facebook or being on Facebook continuously, and uh, that is larger than the populations of all the countries that I go to combined. So Facebook is essentially its own country. We've had a A shift of a massive magnitude. Now,
0: there is a positive side to this. I have a friend named Father Duffy, a retired Catholic priest, and this guy puts out these little stories once a week, you know, that are really miraculous encounters, mm -hmm. and he's got, like,
1: hundreds of thousands of followers. Look, we've talked about all the negative. I, I get asked this question a lot. How do I cope with it myself? The truth is, I was massively addicted. I have a computer science degree. I showed you a picture of my desk yes. on Sunday morning. You have like four it, or five screens. It just it, yeah, and basically what I did I, for years. My doctor was on me about you know my blood work was horrible. I was nearly diabetic. I was overweight and all this sort of stuff. So Microsoft correctly breaks this up into two categories: producer and consumer. It's the consuming things that's killing us people have never no one's ever come up to me and said oh god i'm so addicted to excel nobody's ever said i just can't put my What's gps down it's a
0: spreadsheet oh, okay see, oh excel for yeah we use it for business exactly
1: or they'll say i can't get enough of word you see technically you could be addicted to those things but nobody nobody's addicted to those things right mm-hmm. so if we were to limit ourselves to the things that actually produce good outcomes unless your job is entertainment we would be fine. And then you get out in the real world. So for me, in answer to the question, how do you cope with it? I took care of the health problem. I went out, lost a bunch of weight, started studying nutrition, took up calisthenics. Way overweight. Way overweight. And really? I had a massive you look like body you're fat like in percentage shape, man. I am now. Yeah. But I just substituted screen time the, the frivolous oh, really? non beneficial stuff. If you want to sell a book,
0: write up a little 60-page <laughs> book on that, and it'll sell like hotcakes. Well, Anything to do for losing weight, thank man. Thank you for the idea. Seriously.
1: Well, look. That I, would really
0: be a good entree. Well. I That'll did. get you it, I speaking, did it in a very around world. Man, that's <laughs> yeah. better than this. Can you imagine that? All the women's groups. Are, well, think, I'm telling you right now, I'm your new agent, you're man. You're
1: always thinking money, which is good because I need it because I'm a preacher. <laughs> Me but, too. Again, I, And I'm not one of those that goes on television and begs for it either. I, I just know. keep my mouth shut I mean, and You don't need God, your $50 million for your but, oh, new jet? no. I'll I talk wish, about that sometime. I wish I could borrow a jet, though. It'd be great to not have to go through the... Oh. Anyway. One thing,
0: I'd like to tell you this story. This is an entertaining story. But remember I told you about Bill Gaither? Yes. notebook Okay, so I was up to uh, up in Indiana doing some recording a couple of years ago. I had my RV. I'm driving down to Indianapolis to do some string sections. I don't know why there's this glut of musical talent. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Steve, uh, Steve, Steve. What's Steve's last name? Anyway, he did the song. You know, Thank you for giving to the Lord. Well, he yeah. produced it. He's not the artist. The artist is a whole other story. But anyway, so I'm I'm there, and Barbara calls me and said, where are you? And I said, I have no idea in the world where I am. Driving my nice RV, (laughs) going down the road. I said, I just listened to her, and she tells me what to do. I swear to God, it went (laughs) boo at the exact moment. And I fre- I started freaking out. What am I going to do? I don't know him. I started freaking out because, you know, I have some issues from my childhood, too. I need to be in control. And I'm freaking out and start yelling to the guy, let me in, let me in. Barbara goes, I'm hanging up. So she hangs up. Anyway, so I go, oh, I have a wallet. And in that wallet, it's a credit card. So I have credit. And there's a Walmart. I'll go buy another. So I go in there, buy a 300 and something dollar GPS, take the other and put it in the box, and when I get back to Florida, I'll take it back to the local. Well, I go in, I put it up. Oh, there it is. Now I can be told where to go again. Yeah. What was – I wonder what the man upstairs – I swear. It's, it, it's so blatant. I said, I don't care where I am. She tells me, I don't need to know where I am. She just tells me where to go. I love the dang GPS. And it goes, Boo. I swear to God, it died. And it, it was gone. It was And it was fairly new. So what's the lesson there? Was he trying to say, stay calm when, when you don't know where you're going? Or was,
1: I don't know. I don't know what the lesson is there. Me either. Why? It, but it's well, a true story. Yeah, Isn't that a wild story? It's either a coincidence or a lesson. I'm not sure yeah, which.
0: I don't know if I believe in coincidences. I don't either. I think he's in charge of everything.
1: I don't know. It's just one of those things where... My life is wrapped up in God. There's no question about that. I look for Him in everything. Me too. I do. But um, sometimes your battery goes dead because you forgot to charge it.
0: That's true. Yeah. A friend of mine was going to commit suicide. He's looking in the mirror. He's a little older than me. And uh, he said, He was looking in the mirror. He says, uh, Nobody loves me. And he hears an audible voice. And the voice says, I love you. Mm-hmm. And your wife, Jane, loves you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he doesn't commit suicide. Um,. I've had my own miraculous encounters with the power greater myself, to the point where I forbid him to speak to me because I said, "Maybe I'm <laughs> going psychotic." Well, seriously, going mean, yeah. you're an audible voice, uh, and this happens, this happens around the world. There's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, I had the guy in here. Remember the guy with Lone Survivor? Yeah. Well, they leave it out of the movie. This is where this is where the, this is one thing about Hollywood: stupid. They leave this stuff out now. Gibson makes a billion dollars by blatantly making a movie about Jesus. But these other dum-dums leave it out of the movie. He felt that when he was falling down, he hears an audible voice, you will not die. Mm. He gets down there. His gun is six feet from him. He says suddenly, (laughs) it's back in his hands. He crawls down into a village, okay? And this man, this Muslim man, sees him. This guy's got a gun. He said all of a sudden he's blinded by a light and Allah, who he thinks is Allah, Mm -hmm. he says, Allah says, you will not kill this man, you will help him. And he takes him into the house. He stays there for two or three days until the helicopters come and and release him, okay? You know, it's just like with – I I got to interview the director of uh, Johnny Cash movie. He won the the, um, – you know, what's that big award? You know, uh, Oscar for that. Yeah. Well, and why do they leave this out? Do you know that Johnny, it's not in the movie. Johnny Cash goes into this cave to commit suicide. They say, once you go in that cave, you don't get out. He goes in there, said he had an encounter with Jesus Christ. He got out, and that's when he started singing for Billy Graham and stuff. Yeah. Why do they leave that stuff out of the movies?
1: Yeah. They should, they should know that that's what we're interested in. That's why, as you say, uh, Mel Gibson made all that money. That's what we're interested in. That's why. But Hollywood's stupid.
0: If they want money, why don't they leave the God
1: stuff in there? Yeah, but the truth of the matter is the Scripture says the hearts and the minds have been blinded. And so it's the just blind. force. Exactly. The darker force would rather have yeah.
0: them not make as much money, and, but not to glorify Jesus in any way, shape, or form.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Listen, with a message like this in Digital Cocaine and what you saw Sunday, without the favor of God. As counterculture as that thing is, as I say it over and over again, it is an absolute miracle, and I mean this literally that I even have anywhere to speak. It's a miracle I'm on the radio with you. All of this is being directed by God, because the culture—it's like a tsunami. This technology is, and it was a miracle I speak in all these schools. Because they're introducing one-to-one laptop. Yeah, you're like
0: a lone running. voice in the desert, honestly.
1: Well, the truth is there are a lot of people writing about it. But as far as we know, I'm the only one who will stand up in front of crowds and say it to them in a live setting so there are books like this
0: yeah i have had the privilege of hearing you speak though and even you did it on the show today there's a, there you have a way about you though of saying i'm not condemning you because the first thing is and then when you release somebody from that then they can they're more right. like to open up and listen well to i don't want to be say. condemned
1: and i was just as no. addicted as anyone so uh, if i don't want to be condemned i certainly don't want to condemn anyone yeah. else but the fact of the matter is we have to be freed of this mess otherwise we're going to keep these anxiety disorders we're going to stay in a state of in digitally induced depressions, and all of these things that people are searching for answers. The world Why do people
0: beca- get more depressed on Facebook? They say people spend too much time yeah. on Facebook actually are more inclined, instead of thinking they have more friends, they're more inclined to feel depressed.
1: Why? Well, you 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 touched on this earlier. It's it's a, There's a diagnosis. It's called Facebook depression, and here was what the really? research, yeah, this is what the research showed. Everyone posts the good side, and and they have no, – so what people do, they look at that and they go, man, my life sucks. Yeah. They've got it all together. Yeah. Look at how – but if they only knew that that person's wife just left them or yeah. they were too harsh with their kids and beat you them. scratch
0: and, on the surface of anybody's yeah. life.
1: So they only post the good side and oh. then the other side from the point of the person who's posting things. Whenever we are with another human being like you and I sitting here talking, the brain will release – a really cool chemical called endorphins. They're actually hormones, and they have an opiate effect. They make you feel calm and peaceful. That does not happen near to the degree when you fellowship, if you want to use that word, interact with people online. It only happens when there's face-to-face, eye-to-eye contact. And so when you end up all of your time online, you are missing out on personal touch. But there are chemical reasons that happens. Everything operates in our heads on chemicals and neuropathways. The response, in other words, of the brain to the virtual is not the same. So when you're out here in this analog world, You and I are on a whole different playing field than when you and I are are texting. Texting is not bad. It's helpful, especially when you Particularly
0: if you've met. Like, there are famous people I do interviews with. I want to meet with them the first time. Right. Because my subconscious has taken all kinds of pictures of you. I know more about you than I know that I know. And you about me. Right. You, why do I get a bad feeling about that guy? Well, he he twitches maybe like the guy that you know that was a thief twitches, and you're subconsciously kind of saying, Watch out. Right. Thieves like that twitch and look up to the sky, whatever it is. You yeah. know, I mean, yeah. you can't analyze it's, a, it's just amazing what's going on in here, right. these computers.
1: Well, but there's a different on our thing. And so, because, it, it, you know, it depends on what stat you look at. We heard one a few minutes ago of 10 and a half hours a day. I have one that shows it's 12 and a half hours a day. What is? being online and being ingesting things from screens from Uh the time you wake up Uh to the time you go to bed Uh because people are not sleeping very much. So their day is sometimes 16 hours long and the bulk of that. Is on a screen.
0: Now, hold on. Now, we're talking about Facebook. Is this inclusive? Now, there's TV, too. Now, I get on at night. I'll watch uh, little videos on, uh, what is it called? Uh, YouTube. Right. And I found this. Wow, you can just get you a can, you can video on anything. Yeah. I mean, I got a brand new car. I didn't know how to get the trunk open. Hey, go to YouTube. There it is. It's, it's brilliant. You, know, you yeah. want to know how to do anything. You want to yeah. run this equipment. You want to, you know, it's amazing. Now, that's not bad, it right? It is bad.
1: Even at, that, at That's high information. Qu- at high quantities, yes, in high quantities. So, but the younger you are, the definition of high goes really low. <laughs> in other words, they can't handle much. So, so here's how this works: younger people can't handle much. They can't handle it. That's what I was saying earlier, and made a big deal Sunday.
0: Yeah,
1: content is irrelevant to the brain. Really? See, logically, we think well, it's educational, so you get a, your brain will give you a pass, and. It's not, but that is not the truth. The truth is your brain is a machine and it's going to respond to stimulation or stimuli because with digital, you're bouncing all over the place. So it's coming from everywhere and it doesn't matter if it's gamification with an education app or if it's a game to the brain, you are interacting and the brain is secreting dopamine. Period, regardless of the content. So we have to put limits. I didn't say throw it away, but we have to put limits on YouTube videos. You have to limit the amount that you watch, even the good ones. Now, you haven't sinned, you haven't committed a moral crime.
0: No, I like, I like, but I like to watch uh,
1: road rage videos because you see how people behave. I mean, it's insane. I like that. And you're going to think I'm terrible, but I love MMA. What's that? uh, Mixed martial arts. Oh, do you? I Just like to watch people beat the living daylights out of each other. <laughs> I, I would, I'll have to look that up. I train now. <laughs> a lot, as you can tell. From, yeah, but and I do some of those training. But I would never let anybody kick me in the head. I mean, or I wouldn't want to kick somebody in the head unless they were messing with Beth. But and I would kick them in the heartbeat. But I'm just saying, I like that too. But you have to limit the amount, even though there's nothing wrong it's with the these. Age bingos. of binge,
0: a, binge. Did you have you guys have you,
1: have you two gotten addicted to any show? You yeah 24 remember back when yeah when jack and, and you watch the next one that, the next one yeah. it's
0: two o'clock in the morning you go just yeah. one more yeah
1: we did that we we binge so i'm not I'm, i this... do that with road
0: rage videos they last about 12 minutes each and then yeah. i go now you're gonna go to bed after this one oh just A- one and you more lie to yourself just
1: one more yeah well here's here's my diagnosis for you stop lying <laughs> yeah. turn it off <laughs> but i got one finger at you but i got three at me so look i uh, but yeah, but I, I have, know. I listen to my wife, like here's what she'll do. I'll be watching YouTube videos, right? And I'll hear her back in the bedroom doing what my book says to do, and that's read a book before bed. Yeah. And I'll hear her, she's gentle, she's sweet most of the time. She'll go, honey, I read this book and the guy who wrote it said, you should be, you know, so she's quoting <laughs> me, which is an honor. And so I click it off and I go do what I'm supposed yeah. to do. So accountability is important. And once you click it off, there is a feeling of emancipation. Yes, and calmness. You sleep better. I track my sleep even with a sleep monitor. But you have to be careful, too, when the screen, the screen tells you it's still daylight. Correct. It's blue light, which yeah. mimics the sun and the yeah. color temperature of sun. So it's sun.
0: best to put that device down and read for a few minutes before you go to sleep.
1: Yes. Yeah. Television, look, let me be honest. Television is passive. When it, remember when television used to be passive when you there were no devices, so you watched television and that's all you did? Then, do you remember when devices came along? So, you go to the television and you're watching TV, but at the same time, you're fielding text messages? Uh. Well, when you're doing that, it's no different than a video game. So, television watching has changed. But if you're truly being passive with television in terms of sleep, it doesn't affect your sleep as, as much as YouTube videos. But with YouTube videos, anytime there becomes an interaction where you're pushing, clicking buttons, mm. Or in the case of men channel surfing, (laughs) then it's terrible for you.
0: You know, they used to say that I used to run an ad agency, and they said when you mail out a piece of mail, this is, you know, 15, 20 years ago. Right. The more stuff you have to do, that's why you'll get like an invitation to subscribe, but you can win this prize. Put an X here. Take this sticker. Rip it off the back of the envelope. Put it somewhere on there so you can get your free gift. Blah. blah. The more things you ask people to do, the more likely they're to do it and put it in the mail, and you've made mm-hmm. a sale. So yeah. something, some sort of a similar uh, Somebody did a psychological study on that. manipulation. Yeah. Can you stick around and do one more? I sure can. Okay, we're going to stick around for one more uh, segment, and we're talking with the author of Digital Cocaine, Digital Cocaine, A Journey Toward Eye Balance. Okay, Brad Huddleston, and uh, your, uh, your official title there for the people you work with in, in Africa?
1: Well, I, I'm a researcher and an author
0: researcher and an author right simplified all right yep digital cocaine a journey towards eye balance go to brad huddleston with the t huddleston.com this is the mayor of the airwaves who's looking out for you baby